I hate change, but God knew, right. you know, God knew exactly what he was doing. And so I think sometimes in those changes and transitions in our lives, I don't like change yeah. and we don't want to do them, but change can be sometimes the best thing. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist, and I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years, and we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back to another episode of Tangible Truth Podcast. I am Carrie with Susan today. We are continuing our series on transitions. And I just, it feels like every time we have a conversation about transitions, we're like, we need to have another conversation <laughs> about transitions. <laughs> and uh, so, so last week we had Dr. Scott Egger with us mm. who really had some practical tips for us, um, especially if you're in kind of like a career transition or kind of a stuck place. And I'm super excited because we have another special guest this week. Kelly Stance is with us. Kelly Stance. Kelly, we're so excited to have you. Well, I'm so excited to be here. Tangible Truth Podcast. And I get to introduce Kelly. Kelly is so special to me. Of course, she's my assistant for Tangible Truth Mm -hmm. Ministries, but she is also, you're going to hear what she does professionally here in just a second. I'm not going to give it away, Kelly. You get to tell. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But in your list of everything that you do, but she's also a mom and a wife and an influencer, a huge influencer. Many, many people know Kelly. I've mentored Kelly and she's just a dear friend and I love Kelly Stamps. <laughs> to know Kelly is to love her. That so, is true. Yes. And so we're so glad to have you, Kelly. Well, thank uh, you. And I feel us. the same about you. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> it's going to be a fun day. Anytime we get to have a conversation with Kelly, it's always fun. Mm -hmm. And Susan was very insistent that we talk to you. Mm -hmm. And she said, I quote, that girl's had more transitions than anybody should. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I have had a lot recently, but yeah. Yes. So just kind of walk us through. And it's fun because you and I are around the same age and have been on similar journeys with life and parenting and stuff. But walk us through some of the bigger transitions that you've had in your life and kind of bring us up to where you are right now. Cause I know this is a season of transitions mm-hmm. right now for you. Mm-hmm. Well, so I think, you know, and I think of transitions, you know, going to college, graduating, getting my first job. I worked for Walmart out of college. And so I worked for Walmart um, and was single, didn't get married until later till I was 30. And so worked, you know, all those years got married Changed jobs, but in a similar field, worked, you know, for another seven years while we tried to have a baby. Mm. And then we finally had a baby. So then what I'd always dreamed of was being a mom and Mm. staying home. So I quit my job after we had our first child who is about to turn 13 this week. And so I was home for 13 years and loved it, but it was harder than I thought it was going to be. And we can come back to that, but that was a a big transition that I wasn't expecting. It was one I thought was going to be wonderful. And then it was a lonely, hard time. Then I had another baby, had babies, toddlers, and then they get older and then boom, I'm 41. I have another baby Mm -hmm. that I wasn't expecting that. That was a big transition of Mm -hmm. going back to a baby at 41 when all my friends have kids in college and I've got a baby. Another blessing, but 
<laughs> a surprise, a surprise transition blessing. And then that brings me kind of to, well, I've worked for Susan and, and done a lot of things, you know, along the way. And then this year, finally got all three kids in school and decided to go back to work. Full, pretty much full time. Yeah. That's been a big transition just because of balance. Yeah. This time I'm working, but I have three kids at home. And right. before when I worked, I love working, but it was, just uh, but it was me yeah. and I could work till seven o'clock at night and nobody cared. Now I have three kids that need to go places all the time. And it's just, and trying to balance the home life and the family. And then also the transition of my husband has, you know, because of COVID came back home to work and he's at home all the time. So there's never a moment that I'm in my house by myself ever in two years. I haven't been alone in my house, which is good but and a bad, but, but a it's a big transition. Yeah. It's been a big and transition, a transition for all of us. A lot of people have had to deal yes. with. Yes. Mm-hmm. And trying to keep kids quiet during the right. summer while he's in meetings all the time. And mm-hmm. that's just been a, that's been a major transition in our marriage, yes. I would say. And then, you know, a big part of my life is church, my church family. And after 18 years, at one church that we loved, God really just called us out and took us to a different church, a big church that I did not want to go to. And that's been a huge transition, a wonderful one, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. a big, big change for my whole life, my whole family. And this affected all of us because my kids, you know, are old Mm -hmm. enough to really know. And so there's that. Um, And then, you know, I'm kind of moving into a new season of parenting where Mm -hmm. I had babies, toddlers, got that down. And now I'm about to have a teenager. So I feel like we've moved into, that's just a whole new thing. And it's just, it's more of a mental game and an emotional game and just knowing what to do and, and, guiding that I I just feel like I've walked into a you know new territory so that's a lot of transitions I told you Carrie that Kelly was (laughs) the one to talk but just as another woman who's a mom and has worked and stuff like I'm listening to you and I'm like I'm not the only one who's walked through all these changes in my adult life. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. Not alone. And that's what I was going to tell the listeners. Listeners, this is a perfect, tangible, very practical application of Mm -hmm. what Carrie and I have been building up to transitions. And so thank you, Kelly, Mm -hmm. for just kind of going through a list, if you will, mm-hmm. of all the transitions so far in your life. But I want to pull <laughs> out, there, there will be more. You're exactly right, because we go through a lifespan, if you mm-hmm. will, of transitions. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to pull out the here and now. There's three that mm-hmm. really stood out to me for the here and now. Mm-hmm. You know, you named off three really big ones, you know, where you are in the newness of parenting, mm-hmm. meaning teenage years. Yeah. Okay. So there's that one I want to pull out. We were at a church for 18 years and we're in a new church. Mm -hmm. That's a huge Mm -hmm. one. And then a new career, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's different than my other career because I was alone when I first started my career and I could get home anytime I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I could kind of basically... I got my own schedule. And I'm in a career now that, no, that's not true anymore. I'm in a full-time career, but I've got three children and a husband. And so I've got a work-life balance Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So can you kind of talk us through how you've had to transition with God Mm -hmm. and how he's helped you through those? Mm Because I know he has. You've Mm -hmm. talked to me about that. Mm Oh, for sure. And I think I think one of the biggest things that I would say about these transitions is just prayer, because I Mm -hmm. honestly, 
I don't know about parenting. Te- well, maybe maybe parenting a teenager too. I have a little bit of dread, I would say, even though I'm actually one of those that's excited to have teenagers. I think teenagers mm-hmm. are fun, but mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, it gives a bad rap and everybody kind of dreads those years because they're just different. But I would say going back to work, changing churches, drug my feet dreaded. I mean, I wanted to go back to work. I mean, it was my idea, but at the same time I was like, huh, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if I can do it. Right. I don't, I'm going to hate it. I don't, I haven't, I haven't worked in 13 years in that field. Mm-hmm. And am I even going to know what to do? Mm-hmm. And, and I was, had a lot of anxiety about it. Um, and so I prayed, I just prayed because I knew I was going to go back to work and I just kept praying, God, you're going to have to give me the right job. You're going to have mm-hmm. to really just you're going to have to just keep opening doors and let me just keep walking until you shut one. And, and please, Lord, just, and, and he could not have answered that prayer any more specifically for me. I mean, it was just the, the exact right job, the exact right people I'm with. And it's been really good. I think for me, as I told someone the other day, I, I haven't felt this alive in a long time, which sounds crazy, but it's just, I feel like I, and I'm in a good stage with my kids. They're not little bitty, so they can be home. They can, you know, I think it's good for them to see me working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, and I've been with them for 13. You know, mm-hmm. I had the gift of being home with them. And I know not everybody gets that. And I'm so grateful that I was, but I'm also grateful that I get to work and they get to see that. And I feel like it's been a good, I'm learning to balance. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm never going to, how am I ever going to do this? And yeah. it's, and it's been good for me to kind of, see that I can do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to learn balance. Some things have to go, mm-hmm. you know, I have mm-hmm. had to let go of something. I can't see my friends for coffee and lunch as much as I used to, but mm-hmm. I find ways to do it. Some things have to go, but I, I just have prayed about it so much that I feel like I can see God's hand in it. Mm-hmm. And then same thing about church. I didn't want to leave the church we were in. I didn't want to go to the church we're at, mm-hmm. you know, but we prayed about it for probably two years mm-hmm. all the time. God, what yeah. should we do? And where he led us and where we're at, I mean, it's been just absolutely the greatest thing that's ever happened. And mm-hmm. I see the spiritual growth, not only in my life, but in my kid's life. And I know, you know, every week I'm just like, thank you. I don't, I hate change, but God knew, right. you know, mm-hmm. God knew exactly what he was doing. And so I think sometimes in those changes and transitions in our lives, I don't like change yeah. and we don't want to do them, but change can be sometimes the best thing that can happen to you. And I think about like when I went to stay home with my kids, it's what I wanted to do more than anything. And it was hard. It was, I didn't expect that. I was lonely and I was like, oh, you know, the hours just drug by and I loved my babies, but Mm -hmm. it was just, and then I loved it. And then I thought, oh, I've been home all these years. I've I've had the life of a good life and Mm -hmm. now I'm going back to work and it's going to be terrible. And it, and it ended up being a good transition, but I've, you know, just prayed so much about it. And I think it's just seeking God in those changes and also just having an open hand, you know, Mm -hmm. to God, you're going to move me and you're going to have me do something different and it's going to be okay. You know, you're Mm going to walk with me through this and then seeing what he can do, you know, in those things and those changes that you weren't expecting. That's exactly right. You know, I appreciate you saying that because, and especially the open-handed, you know, one of the devotionals that I give Steve the credit because he has said it so many times is hold all things loosely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another way of saying what you just said, mm-hmm. you know, being open handed, hold all things loosely, I, I think is so key here, you know, especially mm-hmm. in transition. And on another podcast, you know, that we talked about with Scott, he basically is saying the same thing, you know, that our dependency during a transition, if it's God and then Carrie and I were saying back to Scott, yeah, if we're going to intervene, it 
never goes well mm-hmm. because that's where the anxiety comes mm-hmm. in. But if we're looking to God, you know, to order our next step, if we're looking to him and I always say, God doesn't waste anything. Mm-hmm. And so those years you were at home, what did he teach you mm-hmm. through, through those transition period? You know, a whole lot because you're fixing to have a teenager. Mm-hmm. So you've already built that relationship <laughs> mm-hmm. with that child. Wow. How that's going to serve you well mm-hmm. now that she's going to be a teenager. You know, isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Looking and depending Mm -hmm. on God during all these transition, you know, that's beautiful. And, you know, unexpectedly, you went with dread Mm -hmm. and how God honored. Mm -hmm. And it turned out to be this beautiful, you know, you even said, I feel alive. So your heart was was prepared. And I think just time and wisdom and and the able to have hindsight and look back and see Mm -hmm. where God has carried you through things that you thought, I can't do this, you know, Mm -hmm. and just even I think back to the beginning of the pandemic when we were home and I just thought, how are I can't do this. We're all home. I have to help kids with school and Scott's home. And and then, you know, God just carries us through times Mm -hmm. of, you know, and babies and toddlers. I thought I can't, I can't have two babies. I'm so tired. Uh My girls never slept, never slept. I had like three years that I didn't get any sleep. And I thought I'm never going to survive this. Well, now I look back and all I can remember is the good, you know, and I, and I look back and think those were such sweet times. Well, no, they were really, really hard times, but it was sweet. And that's what you remember. And I think God carries us through you know, and that just gives you when you are going through a change or a different time. I think if you can reflect and see where God mm-hmm. carried you through already, then, you know, he's going to be with you to mm-hmm. get you yeah. through and to help you change. And then it's going to end up being something you look back and think, oh, that really was a sweet time. It mm-hmm. seemed really hard at the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but there was good that came from there it. was good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking like. All transitions have this element of I'm moving from a place that was really comfortable to a place that's really unknown. Mm -hmm. And as I'm listening to your story, I'm like, there were so many seasons of that of Mm -hmm. I know how to be a I know how to be a single working Mm -hmm. person. And then learning how to be a married working person, then learn mm-hmm. how to be a stay-at-home mom. And now these, you know, and so it's kind of letting go of what was comfortable mm-hmm. and embracing what's unfamiliar. And that requires a level of trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if you can share a little bit about how trust has kind of developed mm-hmm. in you over these many years of letting go of what's comfortable and stepping into something that's really unfamiliar. I think you just, when you trust God with a little bit and you see him carry you through that, it's just like, it's like a muscle. It's like, Mm. you just keep developing that, you know, that muscle gets bigger and stronger. And I think that trust is something that, I mean, you just don't instantly get trust. And that's Mm. in anything. I think a marriage, anything you have, you're not going to instantly trust someone. You know, I think when you have a friendship, you grow that trust, you know, with someone where you feel like after a time you can confide in them and Mm -hmm. tell them things. You don't just immediately tell. Usually you don't immediately Mm -hmm. tell your, all your stuff. As therapists, we're going to say you shouldn't. That's very unhealthy. (laughs) True. (laughs) So you have to build that trust. And I think it's the same with God is, and I have, listen, I, Susan knows this. I have terrible anxiety. So change and walking into something unknown is very hard for me. I mean, I didn't sleep for several weeks when I started my new job because I thought they're going to fire me. I'm not going to know what I'm doing. And then 
it's in such, and now I'm just like so happy to go into the office because I feel like, okay, I know it. I'm, it's getting mm-hmm. there. And I think, I think I made it through that time. Mm-hmm. I made it through, mm-hmm. you know, and I think when you can look back and see where you did go through something really difficult, yeah. you know, I did, I made it. Mm-hmm. And I think that you learn to trust. And sometimes I've always visualized being over the hump, if that makes sense. Like I hate public speaking and I've had to speak several times. And I mean, I, I could just throw up thinking about speaking. So I've always visualized when it's over and how good I feel. And I yes. mean, like when I'm going up there, I'm thinking in 30 minutes, I'm going to be feeling so good. It's going to be over. And so like, that's what I think anytime I'm going into something that's uh-huh. hard or going, you know, whether we were visiting a new church and I thought, but when the service is over, it'll be okay. And we'll have made it. And yeah. so I've like visualized the end and that sounds kind of crazy, but that helps me deal mm-hmm. with anxiety of going into something new is just thinking it's going to be okay. And I think maybe I think sometimes about, you know, parenting a teenager, I think, well, when she gets to college and she's made it through high school without any terrible things, and she might not, I mean, she might have terrible, I don't know, but I think, you know, Mm -hmm. we'll get there together. And I used to visualize my kids making it to kindergarten, you know? So I think just thinking Mm -hmm. we're going to make it. Yeah. But to have that goal, Mm -hmm. to have that, Mm -hmm. I have something to look forward to. I know this is worth it. Mm -hmm. What I'm getting ready to do Mm -hmm. might be really, really hard, Mm -hmm. but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. At some point I'll be able to like, it gives us courage. I made it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it may, it may go off the rails somewhere in between there. I'm not saying it means it's going to be perfect, but I think it's some point, you know, you'll have said, okay, I I got through it, whatever it was. Yeah. And it allows you to take that next step. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Which is all that we need to figure out how to do during a transition is what's the next step. That's right. And where do I get the courage to take it? Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of paralyzing you to not. Yeah. Yeah. One day at a time. I have to work one day at a time (laughs) in all things. Yeah. And I also want to go back to, I think something that you said that was really encouraging to me is that trust is a muscle that develops over time. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times in our lives, we... We know people who are further down the road from us mm-hmm. and we admire mm-hmm. how brave they are mm-hmm. or how much trust they have or mm-hmm. how easily it seems like they go through transitions. And and maybe it's because they've developed this muscle little by little over yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And so that's encouraging to me mm-hmm. to remember wherever my trust muscle is now, mm-hmm. I can grow in this. Mm-hmm. And the more I walk in this, the more I take mm-hmm. the next step, the more I'm going to have trust and mm-hmm. be able to, you know, not struggle so much with it. Mm-hmm. So I love that kind of idea of and it develops over well, time. And I think sometimes God gives you a crash course. I mean, I think about people who mm-hmm. have gone through something very difficult, like mm-hmm. losing a spouse or whatever. And you think, I don't know how you're doing this or lose mm-hmm. a child. And, and, you know, I think usually they'll say, I don't know either. God just gives you the strength. And I think sometimes God has to give you like an extra helping yes. of, you know, like a mm-hmm. fast course and muscle yeah. to get, build that trust. And, and I think that's, you know, that's the blessing of going through hard things sometimes is that mm-hmm. it makes you mm-hmm. develop a closer relationship with God and right. learn that you can trust you somehow with him, you can get through things yeah. mm-hmm. that yeah. people don't understand. It's supernatural. Yeah. And we do learn those lessons. Mm-hmm the most during Mm -hmm. a hard season. You're Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Kelly, I'm curious if you could look back over all these transitions and you've shared a lot of really practical stuff with us. How have you kind of decided like those practical things? Because one of the things you talked about earlier was going back to work meant I can't do everything Mm -hmm. anymore. 
the family has to help, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm just thinking that's got to be really hard when you feel like God's calling me to do something and it's going to affect not just me, Mm -hmm. but my husband, my kids, my girlfriends, Mm -hmm. my community. Mm -hmm. So how have you kind of navigated those pieces of maybe I can't have dinner on the table Mm -hmm. every night. Maybe I can't run the kids everywhere. I, my girlfriends are going to have lunch and I'm not going to be able to go. And so there's a lot of kind of just that practical piece and also the grief Mm -hmm. of, I can't do everything Mm -hmm. anymore. What's that been? Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a hard one Mm -hmm. trying to find the balance because I've always been the person in our family that does most of every, I mean, I take the kids everywhere. I've always done all the cooking, all the cleaning. That's just, um, I think what I always say when I first got married, I was so excited to be married because I got married later that I was like, I'll do everything. I'll, I'll do all the cooking, all the cleaning. And I'm sure Scott was like, yes. And then, (laughs) and then I was, you know, I ruined. And then we had, and I was so excited to stay home that I was like, I'll, you know, I'll do everything because I'm home and you're working and I'll, well, then when I go back to work, I'm like, no, this is, this isn't uh, working. 18 years later, I'm like, uh, uh-huh. this, this is not going to work if yes. I'm going to work too. And it's been good, I think, because he's learned to, you know, he picks up the kids a lot and he, and that's been really good that they get more dad time, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. there's been good things. And I think the the kids are old enough. They need to learn some skills right. of cooking and they need to help out. And it's good for them to start. I'm like, you need to start learning to do. I've always done everything. This is, you know, you're not going to be able to go to college and say, I'd have no idea how to do anything, you yes. know, because my mom ruined me. And so I think, I think it's been good. It's just finding what is, I don't know if it's the pri- if priority is the word, but just what really matters. And yeah. so if my house is not c- completely clean all the time, you know what? It's what it is. I mean, people come over and I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. I'm never home and my house is not clean. Like I would like it to be anymore, but that's okay. You know, we find time on the weekends to do it or the laundry may be piled up, but that's just the, I have three kids at home and at some point they'll all be gone and I'll be, you know, I won't have all this anymore. And so I try Mm -hmm. to think about that and it's, and I just try to take the pressure off that everything Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be perfect all the time. And I don't have to hold it. I don't have to hold it all. And you know, my friends, if I want to see them, we just find it, you know, we go to dinner on Sunday nights instead of going to lunch or we find ways to see each other. And, you know, and I think I know that I'm doing what's right because my friends are all going to Bible study or something I can't go to. And normally I would have FOMO. I would be like, I am so sad that I don't get to do something yes. that they're doing. And I really don't. And that's when I know, oh, I'm doing what I need to be doing. Yeah. You know, I'm mm-hmm. at the right place yeah. and it's OK because yeah. I'm I'm missing out, but I'm not sad. And mm-hmm. I, you know, we'll find another time to see them and but I think it's just you just have to find what really matters what's really important and Mm -hmm. I cannot do it all and I can still you know take time for something that really matters to me or that I really want to do but you know you just it's just finding balance and sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm a procrastinator so honestly I could be at you know when I was at home I could get more done in the hour or two mm-hmm. that I'm home from work right. than in all day because I would procrastinate, you know, yeah. well, I've got all day to get the laundry mm-hmm. done. Well, now I know I only have one hour and I'm going to get it done in that hour. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's so. definitely a, di- a difference in temperaments and relational style and yeah. all that. However you want to phrase it mm-hmm. on the very same way, yeah. Kelly, very same way. If I have this much time, oh, wow. I get so much <laughs> yes. Time. Yes. You know, but you give me give a whole me eight day. hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, maybe yeah. I'll get that done and maybe I won't. 
you know. Uh, Susan and I do both work under well under pressure. We better under pressure. We really did. We work. Tell us it's due tomorrow, and we'll get it done. Tell us it's due in a week, and I don't know. Yeah. But I think you know, of course, we all can fall into those categories. But I think what I love about that is you have this mindset of I can't do everything. Mm -hmm. Some things are going to go undone, but. I know I'm where I'm supposed to be, so mm-hmm. I'll hit it hard if I only have an hour, mm-hmm. you know? And I think mm-hmm. that what I'm hearing you say is mentally, you're embracing this change. Yeah. You're not fighting against yeah. it. You're not resentful of it. Because mm-hmm. I think when we're resentful of the mm-hmm. change, we're like, I only have an hour to clean my house. And we, yeah. you know, start throwing things around and slamming cabinet doors and mm-hmm. and being angry about it instead of going, you know what? I have an hour. This is what I have. This is my new life now. I'm going to mm-hmm. jump in and embrace it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that mindset really yeah. changes kind of how we approach the practical aspect mm-hmm. of stuff. Of, of transition. And, you know, again, I'm going to go back to how we started the the series mm-hmm. on transition, preparing your heart. Yeah. And that's what I hear mm-hmm. from, from you, Kelly. You know, you prepared your heart for this. It, you didn't enter it with, oh my gosh, I'm having to start back mm-hmm. to work. Yeah. And with you, with that kind of attitude, it does not set the stage yeah. for a, an easy transition, a good transition mm-hmm. with any kind of a uh, a healthy anything. Yeah. You know, you're, there's that sets the stage for resentful, mm-hmm. you know, uh, behavior, you know, of mm-hmm. any kind, especially yeah. an attitude mm-hmm. of resentfulness. So, but with the attitude that you've got, it's very flexible. Mm-hmm. Your heart is very flexible because, you know, the circumstances around us, as we have said, they change all the time. Mm-hmm. Even your job, mm-hmm. even your job, your boss may say, hey, today, can you stay an extra 45 minutes? We know with kids that could change a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, even this week, you know, Steve and I are being flexible because we're helping out with the kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. So circumstances change all the time. If you're flexible, that's going to be an easier quote transition. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're not flexible, it rocks your world yeah. and, and people are affected by that. So holding all things loosely, I'm right. going to go back to that phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holding all things loosely helps. I, I can't even begin to tell you how that changes everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the your narrative says, I'm holding all things loosely. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes it's hard, mm-hmm. and sometimes our flesh takes over because we're wanting it to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. But if, in fact, we can hold all things loosely with God, wow, yeah. that transition so much smoother, yes. so much smoother, mm-hmm. because our heart is able to take that transition, right. you know, and, and that's kind of why we set the stage mm-hmm. the way we did for the listeners yeah. and uh, in our own lives, too, personally. I so appreciate you sharing your story with us. And I know that you're going to have a lot more transitions in your life. I know. Um, They're coming. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I prepare, you know, I know at some point my parents are, I just was talking to my mother about this the other day, you know, probably I'm going to have to help with all of our parents while I still got Will Holden still at home in high school, you know, and I think, oh, that's, and I prepare myself mentally. I mean, it's probably five or six years away, but Mm -hmm. I still prepare myself mentally every day that this is coming. So I know there's things and there's things that I have no idea that are coming. Right. That will come, you know, there's things that will happen in all of our lives Mm -hmm. that we do not see coming. No, I just got to, you know, 
mother had another fall. And, mm-hmm. and so I was telling Carrie, you know, so we're going to make another transition yeah. with yes. where she's going to be living. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've got a lot of transition. Every time you turn around, mm-hmm. there's another transition. So are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Because you don't know what tomorrow holds. You, don't. you do not know what tomorrow holds. Mm-hmm. And nobody does. So you can't be rigid. Mm-hmm. You cannot be rigid. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you are, your heart is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> wow. And we don't want to, we don't want a rigid heart. No, we don't. No, no, no we don't. That's not going to help us with mm-hmm. any transition. So, no. well, Kelly, thanks for, for sharing with us in the middle of your transition. I love this because a lot of times we talk about things that we've already gotten through mm-hmm. and you're right in the middle of it. Yeah. And I love yeah. hearing your perspective right in the middle of it mm-hmm. as you're trying to figure it out. So thanks yeah. for sharing that with us. Thank you, thanks Kelly. Thanks for having me. We loved having you. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.